probably been in a relationship where you feel this disconnect every now and again. Maybe you feel an emotional distance after a great time spending together. Maybe there is difficulty communicating your feelings and feeling like you're being heard or having your emotional needs met. And perhaps you've noticed that every now and again, your partner pulls back. And this makes you worry about the relationship. It probably makes you feel like this isn't going to go anywhere and it scares you. Well, chances are you have an anxious attachment style and your partner probably has uh, an avoidant attachment style. Welcome to the heart of the matter and I'm your host, Annalisa Bahadur. Let's quickly recap what this series is about in this podcast. It's about understanding attachment styles learning to empathize with the other attachment styles, and healing and moving closer to becoming someone with a secure attachment style. Now, there are four attachment styles, and I'm just going to quickly tell you what they are before we move into how you can change your attachment style, how you could find compassion and empathy for those with a different attachment style, and how to find especially compassion for someone with an avoidant attachment style. There are four of them, like I just mentioned. There's the anxious attached, the dismissive avoidant, the fearful avoidant, and the secure attached, which is what we're all trying to get closer to. You see, the emotional distance that you may feel from your avoidant partner means that They want to avoid the discomfort that they feel when they're getting too close to you or too close to anyone they're in a romantic relationship with. They are not very comfortable sharing their feelings. It's perhaps because they're afraid that sharing those feelings may make them appear weak or sharing those feelings will give you the ammunition to use against them later, or just opening up themselves to someone that they don't quite know as yet can leave them a little too vulnerable. And later on, we'll explain why this can happen. They may also seem a little aloof and detached from their partners. But this can make the anxious attached partner feel really rejected, neglected, and it leaves them feeling insecure and not very emotionally satisfied in the relationship. Their difficulty with communication, it means that they have a struggle with expressing themselves. They have a hard time finding the right words. And in some cases, They don't even know exactly how they feel. They have a hard time listening to their partners. And when it comes to disagreements, you might notice if you're dating someone or you're involved with someone who's got an avoidant attachment style, they may just walk away from you, leave uh, the area that you're in, or just shut down altogether. They're just not yet in a place of 
having those uncomfortable conversations. And as the series continues, we'll talk about how it can, how you can make it a little easier to communicate and, and open up communication for someone with an avoidant attachment style. But for the anxious attached in a relationship like this, it creates a communication breakdown. It leads to tons of unnecessary misunderstanding and confusion. Because a lot of times the anxious attached is wondering, what did I not say right? What did I not do right? Could I have done more? And this can really put a dent in the relationship. And finally, their difficulty with intimacy is perhaps because they are a little afraid of getting too close and investing too much. And this is because they have a hard time trusting people or depending on people to be there and to stay. They don't want to risk getting hurt. But what it's also doing for someone with an anxious attached style is it's breaking down the barriers that can cause or create a long-lasting relationship. You see, all of these traits can hurt the anxious attached in a very deep emotional way and psychologically. If you're someone with an avoidant attachment style, your partner feels rejected, abandoned, and insecure, just the same way as you do, but for different reasons. Now, before I continue, I want to remind you to subscribe to this uh, podcast so that you can be updated as we continue going through um, through and to the healing process of um, attachment styles. Let's talk a little bit about how you can change your attachment style. Awareness is incredibly important. Learning to communicate is another great step. But first, we've got to acknowledge that it's going to be a little difficult. You've got to give yourself grace. You have to be patient with yourself. You've got to practice self-love. Remember, for all of your life, you've been a particular attachment style. Attachments are Attachment styles are created in your childhood based on how you felt if you felt neglected or abandoned or rejected by your caregivers or your guardians. They can change, but they will take some time. You need the right support and you need to put in the effort and be consistent, but it can happen. One of the main ways to change your attachment style is to become attentive of your feelings and your needs and sit with those emotions. Journal them. You know, a lot of people ask me when I got in on this healing journey, what was the first thing I did? I sat with a journal and as far as I can remember, way into my childhood, I always had a journal. It's something that I still do and it's very, very therapeutic. In fact, uh, someone sent me an email sometime back and at the end of the email, they said, you know what? I'm feeling a lot better. I'm glad I got this out. So just give it a try. Write down all that you're feeling and just give it a go. See what happens. So it is important to be very aware of those feelings. By practicing mindfulness, you can start to see the emotions in a healthier way. 
you'll see that when you're anxious, you want to jump in and solve your avoidant partner's um, ways, or you want to you want to solve the problem and move on. But when you pause, that's when you're able to move closer to a secure attachment style because you're no longer reactive. Now, what is incredibly important for developing stronger bonds with your avoidant partner or your anxious partner is finding compassion and empathy. You see, compassion and empathy are incredibly important when it comes to appreciating other attachment styles as well as your own. You can relate to others on a much deeper level. When you approach someone else with compassion, with empathy, what you're doing is you're beginning to see them, to recognize their struggles, and to acknowledge that they have, they come from different experiences. And because we have different experiences, we have a different perspective. And that's when we step back and we truly try to listen. We try to listen to understand. And then we'll see that they're different than we are. It doesn't mean that we're not valid, but it also means that they are. See, what empathy does is it helps us to try to put ourselves in someone else's shoes so that we could see, we can feel what they might be going through. And we can show up for them in a more sensitive way. If you want to develop instant compassion and empathy for someone, see the child in them. Society, cultures, traditions tells us that as we age, we should act a certain way, feel a certain way, think a certain way. But we're patient with children. We're compassionate. We take our time with them. We're sensitive to their feelings. How about if we apply that to our partners? How about if we see that, yes, in this grown-up body, there's still a child in there that wants to be heard, that wants to feel loved, that is afraid of being rejected and abandoned. And that's for every attachment style. Because it doesn't matter how secure you become, you are going to be triggered from time to time. The difference with becoming secure is that You've taken back your power because you've learned to love yourself. You've learned to respect yourself. You've learned exactly what boundaries really mean, but you're still going to be triggered. It's your response that's going to be very different and how you feel will be different. Now, how to find compassion for someone who's got an avoidant attachment style. And before I get into it, again, I'm going to ask you, to subscribe because we don't want to miss the next 27 to 30 uh, episodes on attachment styles that I've got planned so far. All right, now, it is important to understand the roots of an avoidant attachment style. Before you can connect with anyone with this particular attachment style, it is so incredibly important to understand why they behave the way they do. You see, Often, individuals with an avoidant attachment style develop this attachment style as a result of their early experiences with rejection and abandonment, or what we call their trauma. 
So by understanding this and offering empathy, you can start to connect with them in a compassionate way. And it is incredibly important and powerful because then they can relax and start to trust you and open up and try to bridge that gap of communication you probably experience right now. Another thing you want to do is you don't want to take their behavior personally. It's got nothing to do with you. People with an avoidant attachment style may appear less interested. They're emotionally distant, like we talked about earlier. Or they may even appear a little self-centered. But these reactions, and you need to remember this every time it pops up, it's a defensive mechanism. They are scared of getting close. They're scared of intimacy. And they have learned how to push other people away before they get rejected. So try not to take their actions personally and understand where they're coming from. In times like this, the best thing you can do is pull back, give them space, get about your life, and they'll come around. You also want to approach them with empathy, like we've been talking about. Empathize with their difficulties and their struggles. It is not easy to come towards someone when you're afraid that they may hurt you. I'm sure you've been in a position before where you were afraid of saying something and getting hurt or scared of not giving enough and being rejected. So try to understand that they're also going through the same thing. It's just they act differently. And again, try to put yourself in their shoes. When you demonstrate empathy, when you show deep care, then you're creating that space for showing compassion. They'll receive your care and they'll give it back to you. You also want to be very honest and gentle. You know, they're afraid of being vulnerable to open up emotionally. When you interact with someone who's got an avoidant attachment style, It is important to be honest because they already have trust issues. You don't want to manipulate. You don't want to lie. You don't want to create jealousy. You want to create a safe, secure space. And I know this goes for someone with an anxious attachment style as well and the secure attachment style. But right now, we're focusing a little bit more on the avoidant attachment style. Next week, we'll pick up with the anxious. Safety in every relationship is incredibly important if we want to create healthier relationships. I hope this episode was helpful. If you'd like similar content, I'm also on TikTok, on Instagram, Facebook, and I'm getting a little busy on YouTube. You can follow me there. Until next time, I'm your host, Annalisa Bahadur. If you found this helpful, I'd urge you to send it around to your friends and your family. And don't forget to subscribe. I'll see you next time. Mm -hmm.